Well, we've been benefiting so much from uh, episodes of Heaven on Earth by Thomas Brooks, Puritan. And um, this is a book on Christian assurance, something which is of interest to us all. And uh, we're going slowly, or in fact I'm slowing down even further as we go through chapter 5, simply because there's so much here, and um, if we eat too much at once we'll end up um, choking or vomiting, um, whereas we need to nourish and digest the food that we're receiving. So I'm going to entitle this part Chapter 5C, and... um, seek to grow in grace for assurance for the purposes of assurance and may the lord bless this to us as we read it together now seek to grow in grace the seventh means to get a well-grounded assurance of your everlasting happiness and blessedness is to grow and increase more and more in grace 2 peter 1 5 to 11 add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. By entrance into the everlasting kingdom of Christ is not meant a local entrance into heaven, for heaven is nowhere called the kingdom of Christ, but the Father's kingdom. The opposition, verse 9, showeth clearly that it is meant of assurance. Now the way to full assurance is by adding grace to grace. The Greek word that is here rendered add hath a greater emphasis. It signifies to link our graces together as virgins in a dance, to link their hands together. Oh, we must be still adjoining grace to grace. We must still be adding one grace to another. We must still be a leading up the dance of graces. Great measures of grace carry with them great evidence of truth. Little measures carry with them but little evidence. Great measures of grace carry with them the greatest evidence of the soul's union and communion with Christ. And the more evident your union and communion with Christ is, the more clear and full will your assurance be. Great measures of grace carry with them the greatest and clearest evidences of the glorious indwellings of the Spirit in you. And the more you are persuaded of the real indwellings of the Spirit in you, the higher will your assurance rise. Great measures of grace will be a fire that will consume and burn up the dross, the stubble, the fears and doubts that perplex the soul, and that cause darkness to surround the soul. Now the more you are rid of your fears, doubts and darkness, the more easily and the more effectually will your hearts be persuaded that the thoughts of God towards you are thoughts of love, that you are precious in his eyes, and that he will rejoice over you to do you good for ever. Jeremiah 32 verse 41 Seek assurance when the soul is in its best frames. The eighth means to gain a well-grounded assurance of your everlasting happiness and blessedness is to take your hearts when they are in the best and most spiritual frame and temper to Godwards, heavenwards and holinesswards. Times of temptation and desertion are praying times, hearing times, morning times and believing times but they are not seasonable times for doubting souls to set themselves about so great and so solemn a work as that of searching and examining how things stand and are likely to stand between God and them forever. 2 Corinthians 13.5 Be diligent and constant, be studious and conscientious in observing the frame and temper of your own hearts And when you find them most plain, most melting, most yielding, most tender and humble, most sweetly raised, and most divinely composed, then, oh then, is the time to single out the most convenient place 
where thou mayest with greatest freedom open thy heart to God and plead with him as for thy life, that he would show thee how things stand between him and thee, and how it must fare with thy soul for ever. And when thou hast thus set thyself before God and opened thy heart to God, then wisely observe what report God and thy own renewed conscience do make concerning thy eternal condition. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, saith David, for he will speak peace unto his people, and they shall not return to folly. So the Hebrew may be read Psalm 85, 8 and 9. O oh, so must thou stand still when thou hast sincerely unbosomed thyself before the Lord, and listen and hearken what God will say unto thee. Surely he will speak peace unto thee. He will say, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. Thy heart is upright with me, my soul is set upon thee. I have already blessed thee, and I will hereafter glorify thee. I have read of one who was kept from destroying himself, being much tempted by Satan thereunto, by remembering that there was a time when he solemnly set himself in prayer and self-examination before the Lord, and made a diligent inquiry into his spiritual condition. And in the close of that work it was evidenced to him that his heart was upright with God, and this kept him from laying violent hands upon himself. Oh, a wise and serious observing of the testimony that God, conscience and the word gives upon solemn prayer and self-examination may beget strong consolation and support the soul under the greatest affliction and strengthen the soul against the most violent temptations and make the soul look and long for the day of dissolution as princes do for their day of coronation. 9. Ascertain whether you have the things that accompany salvation, notably knowledge, faith, repentance, obedience, love, prayer, perseverance and hope. The ninth means to gain a well-grounded assurance is to make a diligent inquiry whether thou hast those things that do accompany eternal salvation. Hebrews 6.9 but, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, that comprehend salvation and that touch upon salvation. Oh, beloved, if you have those choice things that accompany salvation, that comprehend salvation, you may be abundantly assured of your salvation. But you may say to me, what are those things that accompany salvation? To this question I shall give this answer, that is, that there are eight special things that accompany salvation, and they are these, knowledge, faith, repentance, obedience, love, prayer, perseverance, hope. 1. Knowledge is one of those special things that accompany, accompanies salvation, John 17.3. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Divine knowledge is the beginning of eternal life. It is a spark of glory. It works life in the soul. It is a taste and pledge of eternal life. 1 John 5.20 And we know that the Son of God is come, and hath given us an understanding, that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. 2 Peter 1.3 According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness 
through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. What this knowledge is that accomplishes salvation, I shall show you anon. 2. Secondly, faith is another of those special things that accompanies salvation, 2 Thessalonians 2.13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, Brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. 1 Peter 1 5. You who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Hebrews 10.39 But we are not of them who draw back to perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. John 3.14-16 And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 36. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Chapter 5.24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Chapter six, verse forty. And this is the will of God. Oh, this is the will of Him that sent me, that every one that seeth the Son, and believeth on Him, may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Verse forty-seven. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, hath everlasting life. Thirdly, repentance is another of those choice things that accompanies salvation. 2 Corinthians 7.10 For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. Jeremiah 4 verse 14 O Jerusalem, wash thy heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. Acts 11.18 When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Matthew 18.3 and Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Acts 3.19 Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Fourthly, obedience is another of those precious things that accompanies salvation. Hebrews 5.9 And being made perfect, speaking of Christ, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Psalm 50.23 Whosoever offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I declare the salvation of God. Fifthly, love is another of those singular things that accompanies salvation. 2 Timothy 4.8 Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. James 2.5 Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? 1 Corinthians 2.9 it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, nor neither hath it entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. James 1.12 Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. 
For when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Matthew 19.28 And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. The whole is as if Christ had said, Whosoever shall show love to me, this way or that, in one thing or another, out of respect to my name, to my honour, mercy shall be his portion here, and glory shall be his portion hereafter. Sixthly, prayer is another of those sweet things that accompanies salvation. Romans ten and ten and thirteen. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts 2 verse 21 And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is, saith one, he shall be certainly sealed up unto salvation. Or as another saith, he that hath this grace of prayer, it is an evident sign and assurance to him that he shall be saved. Therefore to have grace to pray is a better and a greater mercy than to have gifts to prophesy, Matthew 7.22. Praying souls shall find the gates of heaven open to them, when prophesying souls shall find them shut against them. Seventhly, and lastly, perseverance is another of those prime things that accompanies salvation. Matthew 10.22 And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. Chapter 24, verses 12 and 13 and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. Revelation 2.10 Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Chapters 3 and 5 of Revelation he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne. Thus you see that these seven choice things that accompany salvation but for your further and fuller edification, satisfaction, confirmation and consolation, it will be very necessary that I show you, one, what knowledge that is that accompanies salvation, that borders, that touches upon salvation. Two, what faith that is that accompanies salvation. Three, what repentance that is that accompanies salvation. Four, what obedience that is that accompanies salvation. Five, what love that is that accompanies salvation. 6. What prayer that is that accompanies salvation. 7. What perseverance that is that accompanies salvation. I hope when I have fully opened these precious things to you 
that you will be able to sit down much satisfied and cheered in a holy confidence and blessed assurance of your everlasting well-being. I shall begin with the first and show you what that knowledge is that accompanies salvation, that comprehends salvation, that touches upon salvation, and that I shall open in the following particulars. The things that accompany salvation, knowledge. So we've got a long section now on the subject of knowledge, which I will leave till the next um, reading. Much, much food there for thought and for our hearts and for our souls. Praise God. <laughs>